celebrate this season of thanks. Are you thankful that God saved you? Amen. Are you thankful that your family is alive and well? You know what? I, I was thankful for my son. Although his situation uh, was different. And, 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 and let me share. Pastor Bruce is right. I was, I was thankful for, for my son, one of my sons, who had, had gotten incarcerated. He said, now what in the world would you be thankful about incarceration? Let me tell you why I was thankful. Well, I, I, I'm not thankful about the, the system. But my son is alive and well. I didn't bury him. That's there it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for another son who is making history. Okay? He, he's the vice chancellor at the University of Berkeley. He's done something great. Amen. Positive. He did all types of things. But see, I want to know, ask somebody else, are you thankful for some of the little things that don't necessarily look good? That's right. Talk about it, Talk about it. That you woke up this morning. So that, that song was appropriate for today's worship and today's message because this is what God has. I was driving down the road myself this morning and just thinking, God, I'm thankful. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to be a leader on your behalf. I'm thank you, thankful for other families and the people we got. And God, bless me. So that I'll be a, a, a leader on your behalf and not on what I want. Keep my mind stayed on you. This is it. So we got this. This is about him, but he's using us to perform what he wants to be done in the earthly realm. I need y'all to catch this. This ain't about you okay. or me. No, it didn't come up. This is about him. I'm raising up a generation, developing our And so listen. We, we gotta live our lives, right? And be blessed. But there's a next generation, your children, your children, that we raise up, they'll give the story to these children every day. This is not an accident. This is on purpose. We have to show them what it is that the kingdom, which is, that doesn't mean we're perfect, because we're not. But if we build them up, first spiritual. And then yes. after dinner. So that they're both necessary. Like I said, they're both necessary. Okay? Yes. They're both necessary in this realm. We gotta do it. And so you can't you can't be ignorant in this thing. Alright? So I pray for wisdom all the time. But not man's wisdom. God's wisdom. You may be seated. Glory to God. I don't know if you're standing or, sta or sitting there, uh, those who are watching us, but we want to, we, again, we welcome you being on board, on board with us this morning, and I'm encouraging. Uh, right now, this is just uh, uh, taking some time to lift up the name of Jesus yes. and, and sharing and elevating the Word of God, and I pray, I pray for all those that are listening, and we're, we're calling you. You might be sitting in your living room, but we would love to have your presence. Here in the sanctuary. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Bible believer. I believe everything about the Bible. Not just something. You said, you believe that? Absolutely. You can't pick and choose the Word of God. It is what it is, that it is the truth. Okay? It may not be the greatest English uh, 
but you, you understand exactly what I mean. But I want to invite you in because your presence is necessary to make a difference in the world. As we grow and come in here, um, you know, it's important uh, for our school and our teachers and all those as well because there's some children and some families that really, really need the Word of God. But they're not going to get it because they're looking at you. You ever have somebody that was a role model in your life? Man, I, I, I used to watch uh, the, the, the Pittsburgh, Steel, Pittsburgh Steelers, and I, I would watch Franco Harris, and then I wanted to be like him. Glory to God. I, I, that's right there. Oh, number 32. He's coming to hand, but I, that might be just a mic. That's right. I'll be a He said, I'm the one that unplugged but everything. I, I tried. So, you know what I'm saying? We got to get to that place. Pastor but, Ryan. Everybody has someone that they look to. And we share with you this church. Every one of you are leaders. I should be role models. Should be role models. Uh, that, that God is looking Alex for. Answering the phone. And so, I, I can't stress that Joel's enough. That you know, I'm constantly uh, sharing with God. And now we'll get a chance That's to share the thing, with the You know what? Like that that you'll see your brothers. Because uh, one of them is supposed to go back, get back of here, and which is already plugged in. But this one, we never so put nothing God needs that role model to an example that see, somebody got to see you. Let me see if he can make it through this with the pressure on. They watch. They look at it. They're watching. They're watching our lives. And so they look in the seat. This thing is only for like a computer. None of this is and sometimes we just need to stand yeah, and come and stand. How many times we've been in positions and places we didn't want to be? In fact, I've got to help somebody here. This may increase your faith. If you've been in some place where you didn't want to be, there's something you can do about it to get out of there. But you don't have to trust God's word at it. He said, I can deliver you. I provide a way. I'm this is the word of God. I ain't making these up. It's all there. And so the question is, what are you willing to do to get to where you need to be? Amen? And it's in the word of God. I can't stress that enough. You cannot believe in all this other stuff that's going on. In fact, there's more fake stuff going around than there is real. But the word of God is true, but true. Somebody shout hallelujah. So I'm going to encourage the believers in so this house to not get off this track this and get off of what the word says because hey, that will keep you in alignment and alignment will keep you right. Amen. Alignment will keep you in a position where God has called you to be and, and, and with, the, with the right temperament and, and the right place. Amen. And I was driving this morning, I'm quickly about to get out of the way, but I thought of talking about being in alignment and pressure. So the cold has caused the top, my tires, the pressure on the tires to change. And so all my four my tires lit up that they needed uh needed air. And so I made it to the gas station, but as I was driving and they started to warm up, three of them became normal because they, they were warming up the heat. There's something about, but I'm going to show you, the heat changed the pressure. 
I'm here what you're saying. But the heat caused my tires to line up. But one of them didn't. And I went to the gas station to put it in it, and the thing had a leader. Instead of it going up, it was going down. It's on the box. I had to realize that pump don't work. So it seemed like we're getting volume through this program, but that might be. And I want you so to get we're getting the, 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 the sound coming through here. So don't get mad at the pressure. The pressure is necessary. Sometimes so we'll get you in up. Y'all got it. So that's, that's what God's doing here at the church. He's giving us an alignment. Don't fret the pressure. Get yourself believe God. Trust God. The word. The world is the world. But we're in it. But we're not of it. And so because we're in it, we have to live through it. Oh, somebody will get that. And the pressure can't stop me. Can't stop me. I need it's you, people of God. Do not let pressure lead you astray. Did you hear me? That's right. the enemy. And this, I see it coming and through this I'm box. I'm mad at the devil this morning because I'm tired of him doing seeing, what he's done. Seeing it to come through people. the box. But according to the word, I don't have to say set my people free. They are free because Christ already died on the cross. We just got to get it The audio's not coming through. Absolutely not. So I, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry, because I got a great speaker for you this morning, but I cannot, I cannot take what I just did in worship. And we did a song, I love you, Lord, more than anything. And my question is, if you Whatever that thing is is keeping you from doing what you're supposed to do, being who you're supposed to be, let it go and let go. Amen. Amen. I want to remind everybody, open your heart, open your mind and soul to receive the word of God. Right now I want to introduce uh, one of my pastors here, a great man of God, a person I have great confidence and faith in and trust because I've watched him over the years as, as the Lord has allowed me to minister to him. I've watched him increase in his growth, in his knowledge, in his character. More than that, his, his, his honesty and his realness with God and even with me, another man speaking into his life. How he, uh, him and I have a laugh together. We cry together. We've done these things because what? That's right. We'll make you cry. Yeah. Uh, we've done these things because this is important for growth and, and, and significant because, you know, uh, when God's given you a, a son, somebody in your life, he's done it on purpose. But it's not an accident. You know, and, uh, I, and I told him many years ago when he had to make a decision that he was coming here and being a part of this. I told him the answer was going to be confirmed in his wife. His wife was his other half. You know, we share that our other half, better half. Well, that's true. Okay? And she, and when she spoke, she confirmed it. And I, actually, I knew that, and I needed him to know that. So when he heard it, he wasn't thinking that was something different. But it was in line with the word of God. 
because we heard it without me talking about it. And so, with that said, powerful man of God, Pastor Bruce Perkins.
For we have this treasure in earth and vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God. I think you need to double click on the logo. We have this treasure in earth and vessels. You are a treasure. You have locked inside of you a treasure. Praise God. That treasure is the power of God. The power of God. A little bit about my testimony. I went to the bathroom one day. I went to the doctor. And I went to the doctor. I wanted to do your, your blood work and everything. And I'm 70. At the time, I was 70, 71 years old. You're 70 years old. I went to the doctor. And I thank God for my wife. She forced me to the doctor every, all the time. All the time. Amen. Well, I would have probably wanted to never went. I was feeling okay. Didn't have an extra pain. But the blood work came up that I had prostate cancer. Jesus. Ooh. That I had prostate cancer. Now I'm sitting there scared. Because not that I was in pain, just the word suck. Come on, y'all. Come on. Sometimes you have to say a word, and then you're going to I had I have experience with a friend of mine that had prostate cancer. And this numbers on his prostate, on his numbers were higher than mine. Mine was low. So the doctor I met, beautiful guy, Dr. Beautiful. Elliot, smart. Really, I mean, I could feel the anointed guy on his life. He come in the room, he wants to ease my fear. The first thing he wants to do, ease my fear. He looked at me and said, you're not going to die. I said, Whew. Amen. If you say die, now sure all these being God. But look, I just heard it. Come on, bro. I just heard it. He said, I'm not God. He said, Your numbers are low. I said, Low? He said, Yeah. So he gave me the numbers, and uh, my numbers were, were low. He said, We're going to monitor this for a while. I said, How long? He said, I don't know, maybe a year. I said, Yeah. You know, I'm I got a year to live. He already said we're gonna die now. But look, now you can't make your mind, you can't get your mind right. Exactly. Now you can't get your mind right. I don't want to check out in a year. So he monitored my numbers. I'm reading all this information. I'm reading all the pamphlets and stuff that, he, that they give you about prostate. And 90% of black men, 90% of black men, End up with prostate cancer. Most of them don't die from it, but they die from something else. But because we're going to die from slavery, from the past, if we, if we inherit through our culture. So you've got to get checked out. If you haven't been checked out, get checked out. Because the Amen. detection is taken care of. What they did, what they did was they cut my early detection. And they took care of it. Amen. I didn't have to get no cyber, no radiation, nothing like that. What they did, they had this thing called pellets. They put pellets in my prostate to kill the cancer. Amen. Wow. I said, I went to Pastor and he prayed. I said, Lord, thank you. I'm fine. Amen. I'm blessed. Amen. I want to say that because. When an enemy brings a word that will frighten you or scare you, 
You gotta remember the treasure of God inside of you. Yes. You gotta remember what God has instilled inside of you. This power of the Holy Spirit is so awesome, so elegant, so beautiful, so comforting, so enjoyable that you have to have a relationship with Him. Yeah. That relationship will allow you to be mighty, strong, and loud. Praise God. We're living right now in a combat zone. We're living in a time where fear will freeze every available resources right away. It will cause you to shut down quickly. That's why a lot of people have to come back to church back They were so they, they're right right down there in fear. Whatever, I don't know. The pandemic, the money, whatever. Politics, the neighborhood, the young people, guns, whatever. But fear grips you. When I, when, I when I think about what I have to deal with when I'm dealing with a, a, a couple, I always go before the Lord and listen at what I need to get resources on, what to look up, what to talk about. Because everybody's situation is the same. Some people may be dealing with uh, lack of communication. Some people may be dealing with anger. Some people may be dealing with unforgiveness. Most of the time, pastor, that's what it is. They've been hurt from somebody and they haven't forgiven them. And the Bible says, How can God, God forgive you when you have forgiven your brother? Forgiveness, unforgiveness is the worst enemy to the body of Christ. It's the worst enemy. Because what it does, it holds you in a state of damage. You are actually emotionally damaged. Your whole house is about as damaged. And you are locked into that season of unforgiveness until you surrender. And it's a process. You have to honor the process to release unforgiveness. I want to talk about this is a book I called Living in the Combat Zone by Rick Brennan. I advise all of you to get it. I advise all of you to get it. Because it talks about Paul's letter. Paul had received a letter from Timothy. And 1 Timothy, we all know how Timothy, the church was coming together, the church was growing, and Timothy wrote Paul. Timothy wrote Paul because he was a wise young, zealous leader. Paul had poured into this man's life over the Paul's ministry. And the church was growing in 1 Timothy. In 1 Timothy, Paul taught Timothy how to set a path up. He did and ministers and all the how to establish the church. And Timothy was doing a great job, great job. Folks were coming in, the power of God was flourishing in the ministry. People were getting baptized. The Holy Spirit was a bunch of people. And everything was going fine. But just like we are today, when the church is going fine, there's also another element that goes along with the system of church. Always another element. There's always another element. And one of the elements is, is the outside world beyond the church. The government. Come on, the government. And you have to be wise to understand how politics works. Because if you don't if you don't understand that the church is caught in politics, 
and forget their mission. Come on, now. Their mission when it comes to souls. Because our mission is to get people into this kingdom. Not so much to get the government into the system. The government has their own system. And what they will do is, if you grab a hold of the government system, they will infiltrate your church. And some of the very people that need help get lost. Because the leadership of the, of the church is so called the politics. Not here. So our first priority is you. The same for God. So in first Timothy, everything is going on fine. But outside the politics of Rome was collapsing. Was collapsing at a, 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 a stagnant pace. Things were happening. Uh, Rome had a, a an overseer named Nick Nero, and he was crazy. He began to spend all the money in the, in the, in the treasury. He was so boisterous, so deviant, so evil, so nasty. We just saw this book. Rick Brennan did an excellent job in the book. And one of the things that Rick Brennan does in the book, he breaks down Timothy's letter to Paul. Because the Bible was written in English that we read it. But it was translated from the Greek to Hebrew. Are you with me? And some of the English words did not compensate for the power of a Greek word. Rick Brennan breaks it down for And he tests the matter. Here in Paul, a rock filled room. When Pastor Ed moves, you'll see it. All the way to get to be headed. Then we don't want to get the front and door. This young minister sent me another letter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the like second Timothy, all hell has broke out in Timothy's up going church because of what the government was doing. Nero got so close to being dethroned because they were doing an audit on his spending. Mm -hmm. And what happened was he ended up setting the Roman. Library on fire, and he said the saints of God did. Think about it. The government blamed the fire that was almost burnt the city down on the church. Think about that. If you are in church now, and everybody's taxes and everything, all the information is in a, in a place that got burnt down, and, and the president said the church did. Now here goes Timothy and all the people that he poured into all his life, most of his very life, get scared and go home. They leave. <coughs> they left. Now here you are when you open your heart to someone and they leave. You show love to them and they leave. You show compassion to them and they leave. You even help them out with their bills. Money, finance, and they leave. And the worst time ever when all hell is breaking out on the church. Have somebody left you? Somebody break your heart? Somebody ever, ever betrayed you? What? Has somebody ever lied to you? What? I know Lady A, Lady A gets, she gets worried. Probably when somebody lied to her. She gets I said, calm down. 
you know, but if you take it seriously, that's my lie. A lie is, is, is a, actually is wicked. A lie is so wicked, it's almost witchcraft in itself. Yeah, it's witchcraft. To lie to you, and they had left Timothy, and here Timothy is stared to his lips. He's scared. He's afraid. Just like that, that, that doctor said, you got cancer. I was scared. I was sitting there, I said, oh my God. Lord, I said, hmm. First thing was the Lord Jesus. <laughs> Please don't let this be true. <laughs> Lord, help me. Praise God. Come on, you, you know, come on now. Come on. We with you. We with you. We with you. We, 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 we got scared. We called on. You, you called on. You kept praying. If you didn't pray, you start praying. You can always love us. Yeah, we know I still tell you spoke to us that way. Praise God. Come on. Praise God. So, so here's Timothy sending this letter to Paul. Now you gotta understand these Roman jails. It ain't like Daniel Hill or down in Bastron. It ain't no cell, you know. He was in a dungeon, stinking, sweating. Pieces, yawn on the floor, chained to another to a soldier. I can imagine he in the cell chained and the soldier sitting outside the cell in the chair, chained to Paul. And here Paul's uh, uh, day was like the day you're going to get your head chopped off. He knew his time was up. Remember he said in the scripture? So my time's come. Well, he knew that his ministry was over. He said, I fulfill my course. I fulfill everything that God told me to do. Now here he is with, with his dear son, his young minister, in trouble with a letter in his hand. Timothy crying out for instruction. Crying out to his pastor. Crying out when the very people that he loved left. Praise God. Turn to second, second Timothy. Listen at this treasure. Oh God, in Paul. He going he on his way to die. And he 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 has a, the, the, the power and the anointing in his life to encourage someone else. Not to about his own situation, but to encourage somebody else. And second Timothy. In the first chapter, this is the verse three. Paul says, "I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers, with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembered of thee in my prayers night and day." Here he is praying for this brother. Night and day, and he's in another place, and the Holy Spirit has shown him the trouble his young son's in. That's relationship. That's relationship. When your pastor, your leader, can pray for you without even telling him about your problems. That only comes through the Holy Spirit. 
That's the treasure that's locked inside of all of us. A treasure on the inside. He said, I cease that I cease. Without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Look at that word remembrance. That word remembrance. That word remembrance always given. He typically understood the Greek and Hebrew. So he understood the power behind these words that Paul was writing. Like Pastor Ray said, God don't waste no words. He don't need no filter. But he also will put a word in to give you a revelation. He'll, he'll put a word into your heart that that word will continue to feed you through your trouble. Come on, boy. I was God ever gave you a word in a time of trouble when you was in, in, in the worst time of your life, and then all of a sudden that one word, that one word brought you out. That one word from God. This is the word that God gave Paul to Timothy, remembrance. That word remembrance in the Greek translates means bring. Sepulchre. Tomb. So why would Paul use a, a word that meant grave? Sepulchre. Tomb. The word also means memorial or monument. Paul was telling Timothy that this word grave, sepulchre, is now it's time to dig deep to unearth unearth all that stuff that you're going through in your mind right now dig it up dig deep now it's time to get the prayer it's time to dig it look you know when you, when you go to prayer sometimes we go to, well most of we go to prayer you gotta get all the junk out first all the trouble clouds you up and you get you off your knees right away. You start thinking about dinner, your boyfriend, your husband, your kids, the bills, whatever, the clothes you wear, work tomorrow, school tomorrow. You get all you gotta dig all that junk up. You gotta dig it all up. Here Timothy gotta get all through hurt him. He had to get out of his mind. In order to get a pure road through the Holy Spirit to God. So Paul was telling remember. He said, I thank God for my serve, for my, for my forefathers were a pure conscience. He had a pure conscience. He wasn't worried about anything. He wasn't concerned about nothing. His conscience was clear that everything that God told him to do, <coughs> he did. Even when you shook him, when they beat you. When they were stoning him, <coughs> he had pure conscience that he was doing the will of God. It's your conscience, sweetie. It's your conscience, sweetie, about what God told me to do. And he said, Think about times when I wasn't clearly focused on my purpose. 
when my conscience bothered me. Because my conscience always convicted me of things I wasn't doing. You know, when God wants you to call you to something, sometimes you need reassurance. You need somebody to say, you're on the right path, you're on the right road. Without a relationship with leadership, you'll do what you want to do and think it's okay to do it. And because you ignore your conscience so much, you forget about that God is warning you to get back in line. Paul here, whatever the Lord told him to do, he did. And he got this letter. He said, he even said, I thank God who I serve for my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayer day and day. Greatly desire to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance of the unfriend's faith that, that is in me, which dwelt first in thy grandmother, Lois, and in thy mother, Enos. And I was and I persuaded that in all, all these also, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that I stir up the gift of God which is in thee from the putting on of hands. Here, here he's telling Timothy, now, bro, it's time to stir that gift. I've seen you anointed to do what God called you to do. I've seen you doing the word of God. Get out of the rut. Get out of the field. Let go of the past. See, Timothy's fear was I thought it might have been death, being afraid of God. Because we all know that. When death knocks at the door, first thing fear says, you're gone. When people are at the kitchen, you get fearful. I thought Timothy's thing was fear. It wasn't, it wasn't, I mean, I thought Timothy's thing was, was death. It wasn't death. It wasn't losing wealth. It wasn't losing uh, 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 a friendship. His fear was open up his heart to let people back in. To let somebody back in. Because I remember, and I thank God for my wife, we've been together 37 years. So wait, wait, wait. When she hurt my heart, oh, Lucy God. I don't let none of the girls in my heart because I love them. So that's a fear. Allowing someone back into your life that betrays you. Come on, y'all. That's why I say we live in the combat zone. You gotta be tough now, In Christianity, in this world, in this kingdom world. You gotta be tough. Because you will be hurt. But you have a treasure for the devil. That will heal you to the core of your man. God will heal you. Praise God. He will heal you. He will strengthen you. And he will anoint you to come up like you've never been hurt before. 
He won't look like a scar on the inside. He will heal the broken heart. Praise God. He will heal the downtrodden. Praise God. Whatever you want is your back. Double. Or your trouble. But you gotta put the you gotta put the time in to get rid of get rid of the trouble. Without putting the time in, you ain't gonna get nothing. You can't keep sitting on the sidelines being scared. Not getting in the race. Praise God. There's a lot of people in, but they're not all the way in. <coughs> they want it, but they're afraid to get all the way in. This is the time to get all the way in. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And Matthew 13, 44. Matthew 13, 44. Matthew 13, 44. Here's what Jesus said about the church. He said, again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hidden in a field. That which when a man had found, he hired and for joy thereof goeth and sell all that he had and bury and, and buy the field. Praise God. You have to sell out to this thing. Yes, you have to sell out. Sell out. That's right. Nothing more, nothing more important than the treasure that God has for you inside. Amen. Nothing more important than God has for you, the treasure you have inside. It's your salvation. Without my salvation, I'm lost. I'm lost. I have no joy. I have no peace. I have no vision. I have no purpose. Without salvation in God. I thank God. And when I was 35, I sold out and came with God. Right now, I'm 73 years old and still here. Amen. And joy, unspeakable, and glad to be a child of God. Amen. No, I got joy, unspeakable. Oh, yeah, I got that issue. Yes, issues do come. But I rely on my, my treasure on the inside. There it is. Not to fall, not to go down, not to give up. Praise God. I take all the fight. I take all the fight. We were sitting here in Bible study Wednesday. After Bible study, I got up in the bathroom and I had blood in my yard. I had blood in my this past Wednesday. I had blood in my yard in the bathroom. So, oh no! You know what it was? Kool Aid. No, it wasn't a cool thing. What about the punchy? But they put seeds in my plastic to kill the cancer. And the seeds were coming out. They had done the work. They had done the work. They had done the job. I called the doctor. He didn't act like it was a big issue. He said, do this, do that. And when they clear up, come in. And they cleared it up. And I got a phone to go in. Amen. And he told me when he put the seeds in, I took a couple of when they come out. When we see blood, we get we get scared. The only blood we should enjoy is the blood of Jesus. Amen. I got to clean the blood of me all over here. 
to, to grab all that treasure on the inside of me. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a testimony. That's a testimony. I'm here talking about this treasure. I had to set up. If, if it was that, if it was something worse than that, I still have to hold on to that treasure on the inside of me. I can't give up. I can't fold. I can't stop doing my ministry. I can't stop teaching. I can't stop filling the school bus. I have to stay on course, keep my mind back on who has to put this treasure on the inside of me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I found a treasure on the inside. It's my Thanksgiving treasure. I thank God for this treasure. Ooh, I thank God for Thanksgiving, not the turkey, the treasure. It's a treasure on the inside of me. The treasure inside of me, too. You gotta stop giving up and be consistent. Believe me. For a little time here, over 10 years. <coughs> Never miss the sign. Never miss this. Always here on call. Always ready to do what God called me to do. Always. Praise God. Hallelujah. God rewards that. Yes, he does. Right. Yeah, he does. And good health. And a sound mind. Come on, y'all. 73 years old, my mind is still intact. I want more from God. I want more. Amen. Praise God. Spoken, I can't speak to my wife. I can't speak to no other person. And Pastor Ron said some things to me, I said some things to him. And when we look at each other, we all the same. Oh. We all go through, we all go through the same stuff. Ain't no one, ain't no No, it's nothing more than the sun. What hurts you hurts me. Okay. What makes you joyful makes me joyful. Praise God. You tell the Lord, you have a treasure hidden on the inside. They can always take me out of the mess. Always take me out of the mess. Praise God. So you didn't eat last night. You'll eat today. Come on. Come on. You ain't starving. Praise God. You haven't lost anything. Maybe you got no money in your pocket. But you got some money this week or next week. God always provides. I never see the. the, the Come on, 
Yeah, they think it's real. Because <coughs> all that. So I told Pastor Brown, Pastor Brown said, I need your age. I want to dress like you. I said, don't fall right now. Love. 
If you got faith and ain't got love, if you say you got faith and you don't show love, something wrong with you. Something wrong, something wrong with you. Don't tell me you are faithful and you, you can't love me. Amen. You can't show love. Now, ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies, y'all got to stop those games. <laughs> I'm not trying to come down about it, but when you see men be getting into the issue, we, we won't be cool. Women play an a, a after game. They play an undercurrent game all the time. And it's not because of person, it's because of something personal is not yet. So never take it personally, say, if somebody's playing a, a boot around, we're getting with you emotionally. Don't take it personally. Listen to me. So pay me. Don't take it personally. Because it's not you, it's an issue in them. Yes. So the Bible says, pray for them. Come on. Yes. Pray for your enemy. That's like the nature. There you and go. You gotta pray for people. Don't take it personally. Because if you take it personally, you're hiding your treasure. You're over, you're, you're over, you're pouring dirt on your treasure. Don't take it personally. And it's easy to take it personally because we're bombarded with so much negative information that our emotions are always opened up for attack. Yeah. It's easy to take it personally because our emotions are always opened up for attack. And we can feel it from all over. Emotionally, if you get damaged, your emotions have to be delivered. If you get damaged, you have to get delivered because unforgiveness come in, the enemy and strife make two covenants, enemy and strife come in, and the Bible said every evil work. That's the underfight that some people do. I'm that's good, you, that's good, that's good. I had to go and see, I don't want the enemy in me. All I gotta deal with me, I gotta deal with me, you know. So I'm not going to carry you home with me. <laughs> so I'm not to worry about what you said, what you did, what you couldn't work through, how come you are. Nah, that's too many signs. Say that again. That's too much. Too much. I lived too long, had too much joy, got too many blessings. I want to go on vacation in my mind from you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I need a vacation in my mind. <laughs> And, yeah, it's you. I can carry you on vacation in my mind. I got a treasure on the inside. I got a fight for this treasure to stay real, stay pure, stay anointed, stay powerful. Give to keep feeding me revelation knowledge. I can't even read the whole book, Pastor. I read one chapter. I'm meditating. I'm, I'm in Zoom. The Holy Spirit is zooming along. Just meditating on what He's revealed. Just riding along on this information. He's Oh my God. Try it. Get in the word study with the with the with the word of God. Just don't sit there and read scripture and you know, No. Research it. Dig it out. And watch he tell you some stuff about you. So you can be somebody that you thought you couldn't be. That's what he does. That's the treasure. Keep unfolding and opening up avenues and new revelations and new understanding and new ideas. Praise God. You're more than what you think you are. Praise God. You're more than what you think you are. You didn't think you were able to do that. You, you went down there, man, white, white and white and sweet clean. Come back with joy and ready to go with a new vision, a new appetite. That's what I'm saying right there. 
It's not. Hey, work of Father God. Because we got this hidden treasure on the inside. Praise God. Praise God. Stop here. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Didn't look down on nobody. Didn't have an evil thing to say about nobody. Have a heart for everyone. Everybody. You place that treasure inside of us, Father. Thank you for this treasure. And earthly vessels. Thank you, God. If you should come back today, God, we would be joyful to see you. But we got work to do here on earth. So we may not come to death because we got more work to be done. These seats are filling up. Souls are coming in. The pressure's on. Folks need encouragement. They need to be alive with the word of God. Uh, can, you, can you do a note by someone? As you, as you bring every new soul in, God, let them grab hold of this treasure. On the inside. It's a blessing to someone else. Thank you, Father. Now, God, we pray blessings over this church. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Come on, let's give the Lord a round of applause. Thank you, Pastor Bruce. Thank you. Thank you. Treasure. Yeah. <coughs> Amen. I'm quickly want to remind you. Uh, we prepared clothes. You see this stuff down there. John 16:33 says, "Be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world on your behalf." In other words, I want you to know one of the treasures, the most important one, and one of the most important is the joy of the Lord. Amen. Has been won for us. Your joy is important because He overcame the world. In other words, the blood of Jesus that was shed at Calvary was done for you and me. Amen. So I can walk and be the man you called me to be. So you can be the woman God called you to be. So you can be the person that God called you to be. All of that has already been settled at the cross. You got to get in your mind and know that it's been settled at the cross. How many know that the blood is still working? How many know that there's power in the blood? Hallelujah. He said, power in this earthly vessel. And I want you to know that the moment that we get into Jesus' Lord, the power begins to start working. So in other words, so if you're not saved today, it's important for you to be saved to know that the power of Jesus working through the blood. And so I want you to be in that place. So if there's somebody here that doesn't know Jesus is Lord, this is an opportunity to say, you know what, I want that. Let me show you the truth. Cost nothing. Cost nothing. But in order to have it, this is, he said, you must believe in your heart and confess out of your mind. Simple process. And so I want to tell you that that gift is yours today if you want it. All you got to do is raise your hand. If you're there, watch the So I can see it on my phone. I can see it on my phone. You can get it right there. You ain't got to come here. Don't, don't leave right now if you want it. It's yours. Amen. Right there. It's yours to have. You ain't got to go nowhere. All you got to do is say, I believe in my heart. And I'm willing to see the comments. That Jesus is Lord. And today is your day. You can receive salvation. You can be assured that the joy of the Lord is in your life. 
you can have a power that works within you, that earth is that something. Every one of us, we really make this thing a little too deep and too complicated. I want to simplify. The Lord has allowed me, He's given me a gift to be able to just help simplify. And that was a great message. Because I want to tell you, we keep looking at everything else except what's in us. And boy, he said, look at the treasure that's hidden within us. You know, I grew up, all I can think of is, I grew up watching Wally Coyote and all these other guys in the cartoon, right? And it always had the treasure was right here where the X is. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember that? But the real treasure is in you.